welcome to the Batman Tasticast, celebrating the 30th anniversary of the greatest animated television series of all time, Batman. The Animated Series. Our podcast offers a deep dive into each episode and a full series retrospective from two nerds who really like Batman. Wow. And across the table from me, my favorite stray, Mr. Jordan here. And across the table from me, he's looking good, he's feline good. <laughs> Mike Stout. Well, if that should give you a little bit of an, a little bit of a window into how this episode's going to go, <laughs> this episode <laughs> is something else. Meow 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 So this episode is Cat Scratch Fever. This episode is fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad. It's directed by Boyd Kirkland. Story by Sean Catherine Derrick and teleplay by Buzz Dixon. And because we've worked the least with Buzz Dixon, we're going to blame Buzz Dixon so, for this episode. Well, it's his teleplay. Well, then it's his fault. And he also sounds like an action figure. He Buzz does. Dixon sounds like a really, like, Buzz Dixon, that name, sounds like an off-brand Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> it's like Buzz Dixon and, like, let's let's go with, like, hmm... Let's see what his cartoon would be. And the Space Commandos. No, no, it's not Buzz Lightyear. Come on. Let's give him that one. Buzz Dixon sounds like the racist cop in a small town in a Stephen King novel. Yeah, probably played ultimately by um, Sam Rockwell. William Sadler. Yeah, those two good guys that would play that role. Yeah, definitely not Daniel Day-Lewis and his wonderful Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to do Lincoln again from last week? No, I don't think so. Oh, I, 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 need, I need like a line from Lincoln I need to do. I think I always do the same line from Lincoln. <laughs> this pestilential war must end now. <laughs> We're going to leave it at that. I am the president of the United States and I am clothed in immense power. So, so strangely enough, this episode also got gets the bump. Uh, like you My see Lincoln in the sounds like, like Mr. Magoo a little it's bit. It's getting there. Or maybe Walter Matthau. Or maybe know. Mr. Burns. Uh, it's very close to uh, Mr. That was Burns. close to Mr. Burns. Fuck. Yeah, it's my good. one skill. Oh, but sir, <laughs> that's pretty good, Smithers. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I do what I can. We do a Burns, and this is also bringing us back to like do a Simpsons podcast. Yeah, I know. But neither of us are give the people what they want. Neither of us are well informed enough about the Simpsons to do that. We're not, and people get like really intellectual. Oh about man, the yeah. They there there was a school. Mike, at our there's college. also we would never finish. Oh no. That's, How many episodes of the Simpsons are there? 30 seasons, dude. I, we would never. There's a, there was that's, there, that's Mount that's the Mount Everest of cartoons. Of course. There's the that was the what's funny is like only like 8 seasons are good. Anyway, we would rather be talking about the Simpsons than Cat Scratch Fever. Oh yeah. Uh for a song, for a an episode that is named after a Ted Nugent song, <laughs> you might be thinking that there might be a, a degree of quality here. Um no. there is not. No. Um Mike, I just want to say, even though I I get pretty like jealous because you get some of the best episodes being on the even-numbered episodes, you also had to take us through the Underdwellers. Yes. And the Forgotten. Yes. And you're going to take us through Cat Scratch Fever. And Cat Scratch Fever. Which is, before we even get to the end, this is absolutely a bottom 10 episode. Oh, it's a terrible episode. It's a terrible episode. Terrible episode, which is such a shame because, once again, Catwoman is just completely We love her. She's great, and she's completely unserved by this series. Unserved. This series has done Catwoman so dirty. Unserved, underserved, it's underappreciated. It's terrible. Terrible. She's well, an excellent character. She, buy it episode. Yeah, bad, bad, bad. 
So this was actually broadcast at order number 33, which, so it gets a three episode bump, which is, well, whatever. Right. However, that is a hugely long period of time since we last saw Catwoman. Yeah, in episode eight, uh, broadcast wise. Yeah, broadcast eight. I mean, yeah. early Cat and Claw, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's a while ago. Mm-hmm. So um, Catwoman episodes, for some reason, you know, just as we get into a few light topics here, Catwoman episodes just seem to not be very good, even though she's excellent. Right. I think it has nothing to do with her character. No. I think this was just unlucky. Yeah. I think just the writers never really came together for her in a way that was good. She never no. got the right stories. And again, the show doesn't let her be really a criminal at no. all. No. She's another hero. Yeah. So that means you always have to shoehorn in a third. Yeah. Because, of course, it, there has to be Batman. Mm-hmm. There has to be Catwoman. Mm-hmm. And Catwoman can't be the villain, so you will always have this inferior third character, whoever that's going to be. Yes. In the last time we saw this, it was Red Claw, who sucks. Yep. Now it's Daggett, who's good, but we don't even get enough Daggett. We instead get the three fucking knuckle brains in yeah, this episode. Yeah, yeah. His two, like, his two, like, pound people. I don't know. We like, get one big fat guy called Paunch. Paunch, which is nice. hilarious. Yeah. We get uh, basically Miss Hannigan from Annie. Yeah. And then we get Professor actual Milo. DC Universe villain Professor Milo. Professor Milo. But he's terrible. Yeah, he's terrible in this. And um, who, who's uh, who's providing the voice for Professor Milo? It is Jet. I yeah, couldn't Treat believe Williams. this. It is matinee idol, yeah. lead, Hollywood leading man Treat Williams. Mm-hmm. Like a quality yeah. B-list actor, yeah. occasionally in A-list movies, yeah. but a B-list actor, Treat Williams, Treat is Williams. Professor Milo. He's Professor Milo. Uh, we do have Ed Asner back as Roland Daggett. Who's awesome. We also Who, get... by the way, is like just straight up Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn. This, this is Norman Osborn. Yeah. Like, they didn't even hide to, it. Like the, he's injecting things with Goblin Serum. <laughs> right. For all intents and purposes. And then we get Adrian Barbeau back as Catwoman, who does a terrific job in a terrible episode. Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about the animation yet? Um, yeah, I want to get to that in just a second. Okay, sure, I, sure, sure. This episode is a response to Cat in the Claw. Uh, okay. the episode, right, yes. The episode, it's almost equalized. Yeah, it. yeah. The episode begins with Catwoman getting out of prison, kind of. Like, she gets off a trial. It seems like she just served a short term yeah. for doing whatever happened to yeah. Cat in the Claw. And, and they freed her and put her on probation based on her actions in Cat and Claw. Right. This episode is... One of the worst animated episodes of anything I've ever seen. It looks horrible. Seen. Yeah. It is a terrible episode. And Acom, the company that worked on the animation on this episode, uh, was fired after it. This Good. was why they were fired. <laughs> Good. They were fired because Cat Scratch Fever was so bad. They got Cat Scratch Fever. Yeah, they got Cat Scratched off the, uh, the list of being able to animate Batman episodes. Now, I will say this much. Spectrum also eventually is off the list too because they were so good they bankrupted themselves. It was the two opposite directions. Yeah, yeah. Acom got fired because they were too bad, and yeah. Spectrum got fired because they were too good they couldn't keep up their yeah, own quality. They sh- had to shut down because they didn't have the money <laughs> right. anymore. And TMS is like, ah, eh, we'll be all right. Middle of the road, baby. I think, TMS, Slow and steady. I think TMS is owned by Sega now. I think Sega owns TMS. Sega, Sega, Sammy, which is one big company, Pachinko and video games. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a incredibly ugly episode. And once again, it's another plague episode with Catwoman. Right. Another episode right, where Catwoman. Because Cat was another biohazard yeah. Yeah, episode. It's, uh, it's another episode where Catwoman has to work with Batman to stop a plague. Very funny IMDb trivia for this episode. So <laughs> I looked up the IMDb trivia and I looked at it and there was like three things that weren't really trivia. 
So, so essentially, there was there's none. no trivia. This episode's so bad that even IMDb is like, yeah, guys, it's just bad. Right. Even the fucking nerds that normally yeah. populate IMDb trivia were like, hey, yeah, we're not doing anything for Cat Scratch Fever. The only <laughs> semblance of trivia that was there was, oh, the conversation between Luci- Lucius Fox yeah. and Bruce Wayne is similar to a conversation that Wayne has with Alfred in Appointment in Crime Alley about Roland Daggett. And that's it. Right. Because Daggett is also the villain in that episode. Yes. Right. Yes. With Nitro and that other guy. Right. So there's not a lot of IMDb trivia. This is just a bad episode. This seems to be an episode that everyone sort of avoids. And you should. Yeah. I was watching it and I was watching it. And obviously, I have to watch. When you're covering the episode, when, when you're the play-by-play, you kind of have to watch <laughs> the episode multiple times. Right. At and least twice. I watched it twice. And I usually try to go back for a third. But this was one of those times where it was like, I, I cannot. I cannot sit through I this. I couldn't believe you got again. through it twice. I can't. I can't. I can't. So, do we want to just do we want to just dive into the frozen lake here? I think we have to just get in there. Yeah. Um. I like the, how the, the climax of this episode is essentially the same climax of like a hockey cartoon from 1992. This episode basically has no climax. No. Uh, there is a climactic moment, but it sucks. Yes. I think listeners at home. We're just going to try to have fun with this. Yeah, we're going to we're going to come for us come with us for this ride. Yes. If you're a big fan of this episode, uh one you're stupid. <laughs> but also just we're sorry that we're going to trash like an episode you like which you shouldn't. <laughs> Learn to like better things. Right. You can't buy taste. All right. Let's do Title it. Title card. We see Isis behind bars looking out into the darkness. Isis Catwoman's cat. Right. The title card was probably the least offensive thing about yes, this episode. Yes. Story by Sean Catherine Derrick, teleplay by Buzz Dixon. Buzz Dixon, racist cop Buzz Dixon. Yes, yes. Right. Uh, well known. Racist Stephen King novel cop yes, Buzz well, Dixon. Yes, well known. We go to our first real scene, Gotham City Court. Selina Kyle is about to receive a verdict based on charges brought against her as Catwoman. She could face up to 25 years in prison. The judge is not happy with her. Catwoman is pled guilty, or Selina Kyle is pled guilty. But since her crimes were committed to help save wildlife and animals and save Gotham City from some sort of cataclysm, she is sentenced to five years, and there's a beat, and Selena gasps, probation. I, this is not how court works. No. This is how <laughs> I court... thought this was a dream sequence, yeah, It by does the way. seem like a dream sequence. This is almost how court works in the Ace Attorney games. <laughs> this is how court works on television. Yeah, yeah. When you have, like, the one clip where it's just like, and the verdict... Field goal. <laughs> ah, it's good. Um, so the courts go wild that Selena Kyle is free, which also isn't really how courts work. I have to point out, and I hope this is one of the ACOM firing moments. <laughs> Selena's standing by herself getting the verdict from the judge. And if you look behind her, go pause the episode, folks. It is just no one is animated. No. It is just a 2D like courtroom of like splotchy faces. Yeah, it's bad. It looks... Horrible. Bad. It's the worst thing I've seen animated on this show. It's quite bad. It is worse than Harvey Dent's rubber face in Two-Face Part 2. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. We then cut to Selena Kyle is leaving the court, uh, and the press is asking her all about Catwoman. I see Maven. Oh, it, that's so Maven. Then we get a TV transition with one of the reporters, who's not Summer Gleason, by, by the way, uh, giving a report on what's going on with Catwoman. We see Bruce Wayne in the middle of doing who knows how many sit-ups. Right. And, uh, I assume 20,000. Yes. Uh, I would say between twenty and 30,000. Right. A- a- Alfred comes over to him with one of those shakes that's like eggs. 
<laughs> right. You know, and he gives it to Bruce and Bruce drinks drinks the the shake up or whatever the egg thing. He drinking he's drinking raw eggs, which is just disgusting. You could eat the eggs, people. Just just cook them. You're very passionate about this. Just cook the eggs. I don't they don't get, want to cook these. They want to drink them. I they want to feel like Gaston. Oh, well, he does how many eggs? When I was a lad, I ate five, four dozen? Four dozen Three eggs? Three dozen eggs? Three eggs? An unspecified dozens of eggs. And I'm roughly the size of a barge. That was beautiful. Yeah, no problem. Anyway. Want to talk about Beauty and the Beast instead of Cat Scratch? No. <laughs> um, I also have seen pictures from this new Little Mermaid movie, and now I can't sleep. Scuttle's very scary. Scuttle's scary, and Flounder's terrifying. This movie will make $3 billion. $3 billion. Yes. $3 billion. But it's real scary. It's real scary looking. Why do they got to look like real animals? Well, they don't really. Do but you think they, they do? do? But they kind of do. They kind of... It's the... It's the uncanny it's valley the uncanny of animals, valley. dude. It's like, oh, they look kind of... Oh, but it's not really. Yeah, but like they also like... just. Well, it's like when they refer to it as the live-action Lion yeah, King. And I'm like... It's all animated. The animals are animated, people. Yeah, yeah. Nothing is live. The the, the I, Anyway, we're not getting into this. We too, It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. Alfred brings up to Bruce. He goes, well, maybe... You pretty much bring it up, like, you know, kind of hinting that. I'm like, maybe you should go on a date, Bruce. Uh, saying that maybe he might want to reconnect with Selena, and he and Bruce is like, "That's impossible." No, I just want to drink my eggs. He just wants to drink his eggs, and he says, uh, "No, because she's in love with Batman, and also she's still a criminal." To which Alfred goes, "These modern relationships can be so complicated," which I find hilarious. Right. We then cut to Selena's apartment. Maven and Selena enter as Selena is looking for Isis. She's calling for Isis. Maven informs Selena that Isis has gone missing. And has been missing for a few days, and Maven has searched but cannot find her. Imagine <laughs> having to tell Catwoman you lost her cat. I know. I know. I'm surprised Maven lived. I know. I she that's that that she should get the whip should come out for that. I know. Take I her know. head off. Take her I, head also, off. we finally learned Maven doesn't live with Selena in no. this episode. Maven has another home she goes she away leaves. to. I assume she slept at the foot of Selena's bed. That's what I thought, curled up like a cat. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so now we cut to the docks again from, uh, sadly, no joker fish. So it's just regular fish. <laughs> I have to say, when they flopped the fish onto the I thing, was I was like, one. was there one joker fish in there? I was there? expecting just one? one joker fish. They should like linger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, for yeah. years yeah, after, yeah, they're yeah, like, be... yeah, we thwarted that joker's plot. Yeah, yeah there's occasionally a joker yeah, fish. Every now there. and again, we get a joker <laughs> fish. Joker fish. A radio report we hear on someone's, I don't know, Walkman, whatever the heck it is, shows that there's more snow and cold coming. And there's dropping temperatures. So it's cold out. I don't know why this is important to the story. I guess because of the frozen lake later. It's the frozen lake later. And I think also they want to give us a little bit of the wintry imagery from Batman Returns. Yeah. Because they didn't do that in The Cat and the Claw. They did not. And having Catwoman in snow is important for some reason. I, I don't guess know. so. I, I don't get it. And then the sharks will come. Selena is looking for Isis, but no one's seen her. She's asking all these kind of fish vendors. She should have uh, asked for help from NATO. I know. That's an ISIS joke. Yes, I get it. It's timely. Yeah. All right. So Batman is following above on the rooftops, and we see Selena uses what I can only describe to be like a cat whistle, though I guess the dog can hear it too. And the only thing she finds right away is like some sad-looking, patchy little spotty dog. The dog is really uninterested in her. Yeah, and he just leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we cut to some stray cats who are what I can only describe as doing stray cat stuff. Yep. Where they're like eating a fish that's just the head and they're the tail. They're waiting to see who's going to get to the heavy side layer first. Yeah. Memories <laughs> all in a cold night. Yeah, these, neither of these cats were invited to the Jellicle Ball. 
Fuck, so, man. They didn't get in? I don't think so. Oh, my God. Yeah. No joking. wonder they're angry. I know. I know. So they do some cat stuff. They hiss at Selena, but then she offers them food, saying that she's a friend. And then a truck pulls up that has the Daggett Industries <laughs> logo on it. I will just say evil villain truck. Evil villain truck pulls up, and then two villains jump out of the, of the truck with and nets. They are, the way they're drawn and the way they behave, they are absolutely comic book villains, but like... Yeah. Not comic book. They are comic strip. Yeah, villains. like Dick Tracy. The, correct. Yeah. They are from the old school, old school of comic villains. Like this would appear in like not Annie the musical even, but like little orphan Annie the comic. To like strip. take her dog away. Exactly. To the pound. You're right. That's, yeah. That's it. How like any cartoon of the eighties or nineties where there was a dog, right. the biggest thing, the worst thing that could ever happen was that it got sent to the pound. Right. Poor pork chop. Because as soon as as soon as Paunch and the I don't even know what the other one does she name have a is. name does she have a name I don't know I'm seeing a character named Jesse credited could that be the character maybe I I don't know listen as soon as Paunch and the other one shows up we we kind of lost any sense of realism in this yeah. episode yeah 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 bad it's... enough that we already have the Welker cat roaming around yeah I mean, I mean yeah I mean I do like Welker no I do as well but no cat behaves this way no no not at all. So then the big guy, Paunch, uh, readies his net as both he and the woman go to capture these stray cats. Uh, she's stopped by Selena. When questioned by Selena, both of the cat captors get violent. Selena fights them off and continues to grill them for information. And then she drops a, drops a, like a trash garbage pun. She's like, time to take out the trash or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Some, some, some Spider-Man line. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, isn't it past your bedtime? Time to take out the garbage. Uh-uh-uh. You didn't say the magic word. But they continue to attack her. Paunch is then stopped from smashing a garbage can into Selena's face by a batarang. And then Batman puts a trash can over the woman's head. And Selena punches the trash can, which does that like cool thing where she's like disoriented and then she walks into a wall. That's so stupid. Yeah, it's really bad. And then something about putting a lid on it. I, I don't know. <laughs> we're just trying to get through Yeah, it, we're folks. getting through this, folks. So she gets knocked out. The woman gets knocked out, and Batman tells Selena that she was supposed to stay out of trouble. Clearly, Selena is wearing the Catwoman suit underneath her clothes because she's got the gray pants and the boots. Well, here's the thing, and it kind of is already a problem in the first scene. Everyone knows Selena is Catwoman. Mm-hmm. There's no point. No. Just either be Catwoman all the time yeah. or be Selena all the time. But like, and the judge is like, if you dress up as Catwoman again, you're going to jail. Right. It's like, but she is Catwoman always. She's Catwoman anyway, yeah. is the point. Like, we know the identity. It, right. There's no point. No it point. It is silly. It is quite silly. And also, her coat is not warm enough in this No, episode. no, not in this, not in this winter. You think, well, she definitely wouldn't wear a fur coat. She would not. No. Though her coat looks a little leathery. I don't know. Could have some leather. Maybe she Maybe she just uh, doesn't... She's fine with cows. It was cows. ethically sourced. The cow willed it. Yeah, the cow wanted to be my jacket. <laughs> so we get this... We're going to get letters, Michael. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Batman and Selena, like, they start to, like, flirt a little bit. And they lean in to, like, have a kiss. But They're about but, to kiss. Yeah, and then they're totally blocked by the cops. <laughs> They are, right? By Montoya. By Montoya specifically, who just hates everyone and love because she's miserable. She's real sad. She's real sad. She definitely liked when Harvey Bullock got kicked in the balls, though. She liked that. She, he thought that was good. Um, Batman leaves Selena behind, uh, and the two cat catchers pretty much tell Montoya that they were just trying to find good homes for some strays, and that Selena it just like you know beat them up or whatever, and she's arrested right away. 
Yes. Like, well, this is not a good thing to do while you're out on probation. Yeah. I, I'm surprised she doesn't get in further trouble, but eh, whatever. kind of gloss over it. She actually might. Yeah. But not in this episode. Yeah. And probably not at all if Bruce Wayne is her protector. Of course. He's like, here's money. All right. We cut the Daggett Labs. Not, very few things are a problem when you have billions of dollars. Of course. But Bruce Wayne's just like, hey, here you go. Here's money. And again, what, what I think we always miss, because the, it's never really a plot point, is... <laughs> Normal people can't conceive of billions of dollars. No. And even when we think we're conceiving of billions of dollars, we're actually thinking of millions of dollars. You got to think of it like this. Like this. A billion dollars is a thousand million. So yeah, if you're under Bruce Wayne's protection, I don't know, he'll buy the country you're living in. Yeah, like exactly. That's, we're at that level. All right, so quick cut to Daggett Labs. We see Professor Milo explaining how the toxin works. He then injects a dog with it who immediately gets super, super aggressive. He then explains that this toxin can affect humans. And uh, Professor Milo, to me, she's just the most Milo-looking guy ever. I actually thought he was in a previous episode, but I guess I'm wrong because the wiki told me that this is the first appearance mm-hmm. of Professor Milo in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read a bit of DC Comics. I've seen quite a bit of Achilles yeah, he's Milo in a lot. around. He's in a lot. He's always like hanging around Star Labs doing yeah, some yeah, bullshit. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Yeah, always a villain. Always like usually a chemicals guy. Yeah. But I've, I've seen him in the pages of The Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Booster Gold has done some stuff with him. Like, he, this guy's been around. Yeah. So I'm actually, it's sort of funny that he's in this because I see Milo as a greater DC Universe character. Yeah. And he's kind of the first one to show up like this. Yeah. This would be like if, you know, Perry White or yeah. Jimmy Olsen showed up. It's yeah. like, oh, who, Professor Milo, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. That's a little unusual to me. Yeah. No, I, you know, I, I much much later in the series when we do Justice League and stuff like that. Obviously, everybody plays together, and you get like more Batman specific people. Like you might do like a Constantine and Etrigan, someone like yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. Milo is really like one of the first one of these who comes in. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, the greater DC universe, which we don't really see much of. You get a little bit with Zatanna and stuff like that, but that's about it. Right. We almost never really leave Gotham City in no. Batman the Animated Series, uh, except it's in the only Forgotten. Later, when we get to like New Adventures, the Forgotten. <laughs> but what? Because we go to the red sand <laughs> desert of Arizona, maybe. Get that harmonica. Don't out. bring it up again, All unless right. it's to talk about Gaff Morgan. Yeah, oh, Gaff Morgan's great. <laughs> He's top top fifteen character on this show. Oh wait, before I forget, this is for Larry Brenner. You killed Captain Cloud. <laughs> He missed that joke. Oh, we got to bring it back. Because we didn't put it in Laughing Fish. He was uh, like, he's oh. like, he had a bet. He's like, I was waiting for them to do Captain Clown. Uh, he lost. It. Yeah. We have to remember to do Captain Clown for every Joker episode okay. from here on in. All right. Okay. This isn't a Joker episode. It's a joke. It should be. It's a joke of an episode. Very good. But it's not yes. a Joker episode. Actually, you know, the Joker could have fixed this episode. Yeah, yeah definitely. He could have killed everyone. <laughs> and uh, maybe he could have killed Buzz Dixon. That he would have started with Buzz Dixon. Yeah. Um, so then we see that Milo pulls Isis out of one of the uh, cells to uh, test next, and Isis like does like a cat like meow thing. All right, we're at the police station. It's snowing. Selena walks out, and Maven is there to meet her. Selena asks Maven how she was able to raise bail at this time of night, but then Maven points to a car, and we see Alfred waiting outside the car, and Bruce Wayne in the back seat. Even though Selena is also rich, and I feel like Maven would have access to that, but that's fine. Yeah, whatever. Um... Wayne and Selena are in the backseat of his car. I guess Maven gets her own ride home. Um, Maven had to walk. Yeah, she had to walk. She was like, <laughs> I'm going in this car with Bruce. You walk home. So they're fairly close, and Bruce like has his arm wrapped around her, and he's expressing that he wants to see her safe and all this stuff. And He goes to like embrace her, and then Selena... She pumps the brakes. Yeah, she's like, hey, buddy, you back off. I like you, but as a friend. But as a friend. And then his balls shrivel up. Yeah. 
and uh, he just he just back he does back off. He does. He actually takes it well. He He's actually like turns a, it around. Well, as a friend, yeah, as a friend, I'm concerned. You, I'm concerned that Roland Daggett's a very dangerous man. Yeah, which he's right. And Roland Daggett is. I thought at the end of the Cat and Claw that she kind of had an idea that Bruce Wayne and Batman were one of the same. They seem to have lightly retconned that. Yeah, they seem to be like, oh, she might have had that idea, but it's gone. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Well, she is worried about ISIS, and she's curious, like a cat. As to why those two goons I had, had big fucking time. forgotten music stuck in my head now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Salvo. That's oh, catchy. Yeah, it's really Damn good. It. Yeah, she, Shirley Walker is pretty good. Damn it. So um, she was concerned and curious as to why those two goons had big time attorneys from Daggett Labs. And Bruce warns Selena, obviously, that Daggett's dangerous. And Selena assures him that you won't see Selena Kyle anywhere near Daggett Labs. Yeah, he's not an idiot. Yeah, I <laughs> he know. knows what you mean. Everyone knows your Catwoman. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows. She was on trial for it. And then the next scene, we're we're with Catwoman, Catwoman. at Daggett Labs. The judge knows your Catwoman. I know. I know. Does she think cameras don't exist? No, nah, I don't makes think no so. Sense. Put her in jail. She hops out of a luxury car and she uses her cat claws to pick a lock. Then we cut back to Wayne Enterprises and we get the only little piece of trivia in this episode. Lucius Fox is telling Bruce Wayne that Daggett has a Spelunking. new... Spelunking? <laughs> oh, the tumbler? Um, that Daggett has a new revolutionary drug hitting the streets. Some kind of antitoxin. And then Bruce thinks he's up to something. Well, because he is. Then we cut to Daggett Labs. Catwoman sneaks into the lab. She does the classic cat psst, psst, to find Isis. She finds Isis. <laughs> I love that that works. Yeah, yeah. Psst, psst, psst. <laughs> We'll find the exact cat you're looking for. And then uh, she finds Isis, and then Isis flips out and bites Catwoman and then runs off. And then the right. dogs start barking violently as uh, Catwoman is stopped by Milo and the Cat Catchers, which is what That's I'm calling them. great name for the band. Yes, Milo and, Milo the, cat. and the Cat Catchers. They threaten her with a bunch of like pussycat puns, and then uh, Catwoman uses her whip to pull down some chemicals and create a smoke <laughs> screen so she can leave. Let's skin this cat. Really, just really, just aces here on the uh, on the oh, good old man. goon banter. It's so fucking bad. It's terrible. Is this episode over yet? No, no, no. We got about ha- we're about halfway through. Oh my god. Um, Milo points out that she's been bitten, and uh, she's gonna get hit with that toxin. We got Catwoman. She's following Isis, but is already experiencing the effects of the toxin. She's in. She incredibly and in- inelegantly falls down to the street. Stop. What are the effects of the toxin? So for animals, it makes them crazy. And for people, it makes them... Feverish? What? Faint? Yeah, get feverish. get a fever? Yeah, delirious? Okay. I don't know. Sure. I, don't you think like somebody could have gone over that at some point? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. She's just continuing to chase Isis through Gotham. And then she chases Isis into, like I guess, a more forested area. She takes off her mask and she passes out in the middle of the street. She takes out her mask because they're paying the actor to like show their face. This is like when Tobey Maguire. Every scene. Or (laughs) Tom Holland. I got to take off the mask mask right now. Do you? Not Carl Urban, though, in Dread 3D. He leaves that mask on the whole movie. Carl Urban's fucking legit. I know. There should be another Dread movie with Carl Urban tomorrow. Dread 4D. Oh, fuck yeah. Smell-o-vision. Yeah, yeah. Put the stink in there. Um, so then Batman... This is the smell of the law. The law smells like justice. So Batman drives up and he stops. And he sees Catwoman in the road. And he's, he's just lying in the yeah, road. Yeah, just lying in the road like a, like a cat. He helps her up, who reacts in fear right away, but Batman lets her know it's him. And she finally recognizes him. And Batman feels her forehead and he goes... She has a fever, clearly. He goes, you're hot. To which her response is, pretty good. <laughs> oh, now you notice. Yeah, that's, that's good. It's quite good. That is good. quite good. I that's like good. that. I like that a lot. Uh, Batman indicates that they need to go to a doctor, but she says if she goes to a doctor, Dagger will have her arrested, and she has a nearby hideaway they can go to. All right, dude. 
Can we talk about this hideaway? <laughs> it's not the back cave. It's not the back cave. It is not subtle. It is not hidden and it is not away. <laughs> All right. This building very easy to find. Is in the middle of the park. <laughs> it's a giant building with a even bigger wildcat on yeah, it. Where do you think Catwoman could I be? I, I we chased know. her out here. I don't know. Maybe it's the uh, the building with a giant wildcat statue yeah, on top of it. You don't think that's too obvious? Yeah, probably not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go but somewhere else. I'm gonna call it the cat pound. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Instead of compound, it's the cat pound. Okay. Does that work? Sure. Yeah, we're gonna call it the cat pound. I've called the litter box. That's even better. All right, we're gonna call it the litter box. Nice. Inside, we see. First of all, this place is like real crude on the inside. It looks like a bad. De- it looks like a decommissioned military base. As she's it, kind it of looks like it has no resources. Yeah, none. None. Like the the back cave at least has like a med bay. Yeah, yeah. No, she's like on one of those she's like on a, like an equity cot yeah, for she, like a for a tired actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like on. She's like on one of those like military hospital beds. A hospital like cots, really, or like I, or like I, a camping. It's pretty cot. inexcusable. Yeah, I don't think terrible. this thing has heat. No, it's I don't think so. Stupid. It's real bad, and it's the middle of winter. Um, Catwoman's being nursed by Batman. Um, I guess she still doesn't realize it's Bruce. I thought, like I said before, I thought she had an inkling of that. Batman but says they seem to have gotten rid of that. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, Batman says I think the toxin is making you delusional. When um, she's she she drops a line, pretty much that questions his feelings for her because he's taking care of her and his response was i think the toxin has made you delusional to which she says ever the escape artist i see which is also nice very once very again. good 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 Catwoman. batman sees the bite mark and asks selena about it and she says that isis bit her but it wasn't her fault that daggett did something to the animals we then cut back to oh uh my god daggett just, labs just, just kill me now. how how long is we this? cut we cut back to daggett labs <laughs> Paunch, I think this is Paunch. Paunch is entering the building. How gets, could you miss him? I, I don't know if it's the same character. You don't, it's another big fat goon. Yeah, it is. You think? It's yeah. got to be Paunch. Paunch gets hit with what I want to call bat snow. Okay. The, because it's snow from Batman. Okay. That falls on his face and da- and he walks inside. Uh, Daggett is inside another lab demanding that Milo put those enraged animals on the street. And then we cut to Batman who has strung Paunch upside down and he's grilling him. He punches a box to find that it is filled with bottles. That was kind of a cool moment. He yeah. just looks at a box and punches it yeah, he and punches comes it. out with the thing that's in the box. Yeah, he pulls out the viral antitoxins um, spray. So my question is, can Batman look at a box of cereal and just punch out the toy That'd immediately? Oh man, that's such a good skill. <laughs> I, I would definitely want to... He uh, knows where the box's weaknesses and yes. where the toy is. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. I think we should see more of that in Batman moving forward. He pieces together that Daggett's plan is that he intends to get people in Gotham sick by spreading a virus through stray animals and then sell them antitoxins at an incredibly high price. This seems like a weird plot. A very weird plot. At least he's not converting gold bullion. Yeah, exactly. Batman's monologuing is then cut short by Daggett's monologuing, who says that there are 350,000 strays in Gotham City. Imagine if even 10% of them carried the virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he can essentially turn Gotham kind of insane in like, I don't know, he says a matter of days. And then the goons come in and they open fire on Batman with a Tommy gun and Batman escapes without getting turned into Swiss cheese. (laughs) Right. Outside in the snow, Milo unleashes a very angry dog on Batman who is named Fido, very original. I can't believe how hard a time Batman has with this dog. 
this dog has done better against Batman than most villains. Yeah. Fido is now a ranking villain yeah, in the series because of this episode. He's up there. He's up there. He's he's giving Batman a run for his money. You want to know why? Because the dog has cat scratch fever. Oh, that's pretty good. That's the name of the episode. It is. Yeah, that's really good. Batman uses his cape to like subdue Fido and like throw him aside. No extra cape this time. He loses that cape. And he loses that cape for the it's rest of the episode. It's real weird. He's running without the cape. I know. I don't like Batman with no cape. It's strange. Yeah. It's like when you had the action figure of Batman as a kid and the cape would fall off and then you don't have the cape anymore. And it's, it's like when he has no cape and cow and cape and cow conspiracy oh, and he wow. turns into the pirate. Arr. Arr. Leather, what is it? Le- Leatherwing or dre- Dreadwing? Oh yeah. Leatherwing. Leatherwing. With Batman as the pirate. Leatherwing. Leatherwing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Batman's on the run. Fido chases behind Batman. We see that the Daggett Labs truck is loaded up, and Daggett tells his flunkies that they need to confirm that Batman was taken care of, or he'll come after them, or they'll have to keep driving. Get as far away from Gotham as you possibly can. We cut back to Batman. He's still on the run. He slides down a hill in the snow to get away from Fido. He does this like cool flip thing off a ledge and then lands on the frozen lake, and he's running towards Catwoman's litter box. And I hate this. This is... The sequence of the episode. Yeah, it's terrible. The episode's been building up to this sequence. This chase. It's a chase between Batman and a dog onto some ice. Yeah. That's what we waited yeah. this whole 20 minute whatever episode yeah, for bad. is this climactic it's, it's, scene. It's, it's not good. This so climactic scene of being chased by a fucking dog. Yes. And Catwoman does nothing. They no, don't let her she's do anything. total waste in this episode. Yeah. She's just like, I've got cat scratch fever and the only cure is... <laughs> <laughs> and she's just fucking rotting away in her little bivouac out there whatever yeah. the fuck is going on terrible Fido's barking awakens Catwoman who then looks out her window to see Batman running away and then she's got that good goblin sweat going on by the way oh, she got the heroin sweats yeah she's got it she's got the Harry Osborn we see outside Batman dodges Fido's bite and lunge attack oh, he's on the ice we see that Daggett's truck pulls up Batman is walking away from Fido as the ice begins Ugh. to crack just very this is very like like There's every nothing, cartoon had nothing this. surprising happened. Every cartoon in this had this the thin ice and it's like, oh, you're fighting do? on the ice. What's going to happen? You're going to slip around. The ice is going to break. Oh, yeah, they're going to oh, shoot. They're going to shoot the ice. They shoot at the ice to uh, break the ice. Batman falls into the ice. Oh no, oh. this is before. I'm sorry, I skipped something. It doesn't matter. Fido wrestles Batman down. Batman has a hard time with it. Batman pulls the antitoxin out of his belt. He sprays it to Fido, and then he muzzles <sighs> right. him. Yes, and then as Fido becomes normal. Yes, becomes a normal dog again. And then as Batman gets up, they shoot the ice. Batman falls into the ice, into the water. He gets Fido out. Fido walks away. Batman's stuck under the water. He loses the antitoxin that falls out of his hands. Down, he swims down. He grabs it, and then, um, and then he just you know they're like Batman. Milo and the goons are like, oh, he ain't coming up from that one. And then immediately afterward, he pops up. It grabs, grabs him the by woman's the leg. leg. Yeah, it grabs him by the leg and kind of like pulls him down into the water and then saves them from the water. And then... And that's the end of the episode. Kind of basically. the end of the episode because then Batman gets out of the water. He walks over to Catwoman. He sprays her with the, the stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then she wakes up and she's like, oh, and then she passes out and she's okay. And then we cut to a newspaper. Oh, no. This is the last scene. Yep. We cut to a newspaper being read by Maven. It says Batman and Catwoman uncover a medical scheme. Daggett says that he's innocent. I I do like that no matter what happens, they can never catch Roland Daggett. Mm -hmm. He's just basically above the law, which is true to form. Yes. it's, It's actually perfect. This is the second time we've seen him be like completely above the law. This is the third time we've seen him. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Feet of clay, Mm -hmm. he suffered no lasting Mm -hmm. repercussions. Mm -hmm. Appointment in Crime Alley, no lasting repercussions, and now Cat Scratch. Yeah. Um, So then they call Catwoman a hero. 
They refer to her as a hero, to which Maven says, right. if you keep this up, they'll start making Catwoman dolls. Yeah. And then she leaves. Well, I, I had one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely had a figure. Yeah, And then, yeah, Maven goes home. To her home. Yes, to her home, wherever that may be. And um, Maven leaves, and we see a basket lowered on a fish line drop behind Selena. <laughs> it's cute. It's it's fun. Uh, in the in the basket is Isis, who jumps out and like climbs all over the chair Selena is, uh, is on, and then we hear her mew or meow or whatever. And uh, Selena celebrates that her cat is home. She's like, Isis, but how? And then Batman swings off. And that's the it. fucking bullshit. Bullshit episode. Yeah. Bullshit ending. That's what we get. It's Ter- terrible. It's not good. What are your closing thoughts on Cat Scratch Fever? It's terrible, boring, and stupid. It's a waste of some great characters. So the episode is actually structured in a way that Roland Daggett isn't the main villain. No, it's his stupid it's, goons. It's the screen-stealing Milo and the two henchmen that we don't give a flying fuck about. And they are the center of the climax of the episode. Them yeah. and Fido. Yeah, and Fido. Fido's the real villain here. Oh my god. It's bad, dude. It's, it's not, just it's so disappointing because like I really like Catwoman. We, I'd be excited for I a love Catwoman, Catwoman episode. And they blow it every time. They blow it every time. Every time, dude. Every time. Every time. Cold forty five blows it every time. And I can't I don't know if it's just like my mind is numb from recording this episode. I actually can't recall a good Catwoman episode in the future. Yeah. Like dude. I'm not sure which one we're looking forward to I don't to be know. like, oh, finally a good Catwoman episode. I don't episode. know, dude. The best we've seen of Selena was honestly her two seconds that she's in Perchance the Dream. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. But um, as for a ranking, yeah, this has got to be a bottom 10. It's bottom 10 for me. It, it looks bad. It, I don't think it's the worst episode, but I, uh, bold statement, I'd rather watch Underdwellers again than watch this episode. Anytime. I don't know if that means this episode is worse. See, I put this on the level of Prophecy of Doom. That's really I bad. can get That's down. That's your worst episode. I can get down for some Underdwellers are Forgotten. They're bad, but like I can have some fun there. Yeah, exactly. Or like Batman <laughs> suplexes a, an, alligator. an alligator. He doesn't do Never! that. Never! Yeah, they, they kind of go to like old theater villains <laughs> sometimes. Like, like you said, like the Annie villains or like Oliver Twist. Yeah. It's bad. I, oh, boy. It's bad. But on next week's episode, we are talking about the strange secret of Bruce Wayne. Are you ready? I am ready. Yeah. What is the strange secret of Bruce Wayne? I don't Wayne, know. I, wonder. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. On next week's episode. But careful. Curiosity killed the cat. Apparently not in this one. Wow. All right. I'm done. Wow. I'm done. Thank you for joining us. This was the Batman Tasticast. For Jordan Hugh, I'm Mike Staub. Thank you and see you next time. Same bat time same bad channel now and that's all we have this week thank you so much for listening if you want to support the show please find us on social media at batman tasticast or you can leave us a review on the podcatcher of your choosing we would request that you leave us a five-star review so that it helps more people out there find this show or you can reach out to jordan and i directly if you want to Ask us some questions, give us some input, talk about Batman stuff. We're here for all of it. So until next time, we'll see you.